Hello everyone and welcome to the House of Lotus podcast, a platform dedicated to spiritual research and development. This podcast is meant to throw a little bit of light onto the path of each one of us and hopefully assist each of our listeners to take their own next step. With good intentions and one eye always on our truth, please remain open to what lies ahead. From my heart to yours and from my mind to yours, may our spirit show us the way. On this episode, we will talk about forgiveness. We will begin by focusing on the nature of forgiveness and how we can approach this process in our lives. We will then talk of what forgiveness is not, so that we don't associate forgiveness with justifying what happened. In the last part of our episode, we will give a mental exercise we may use when we consciously practice forgiveness. Please take a deep breath, relax and enjoy. Let us begin by understanding what it means to forgive. Forgiveness at its core is the process of letting go of our dense feelings created or triggered by a person or a situation. We may harbor such dense feelings, resentment, anxiety, sadness or anger towards a person who has wronged us, life itself and our very selves. The three, depending on our understanding of what has taken place, will usually exist simultaneously. For example, we may feel anger towards the person who wronged us, towards ourselves for putting us in the position to be wronged, and life or spirit for letting it happen. The three are usually interconnected, sustained from one another. Forgiveness, then, is the active, conscious process of working through these kinds of feelings and letting them go so that they no longer dictate, subconsciously or not, our lives. When we decide to go through this process, like with any other issue we discover within us, there are four main steps we can follow. We have expanded on these steps in our episode 4, Awareness and Working with Ourselves. But in a few words, we first need to notice, to acknowledge, that there is something within us to work with, a dense feeling that rose as a consequence of having been wronged. At this point, what matters is our experience. First, we come to accept that we had such an experience, that something has happened to us whose effect within us is emotional tension. Know that acknowledging or accepting that someone has wronged us does not mean accepting that it is okay for such wrongdoing to be carried out. It is important to distinguish the action from the person who carried it out, because any intention to forgive is not directed at the action, but at the person. What we come to accept is that such wrongdoing has happened and that we experienced it. When we come to terms with the reality of our experience, we can begin to understand it, what it is, 
its effects and consequences within us. Then we come to understand the other person. When we have the intention to forgive, it can serve us to examine the other's perspective, his intention, his motives and behavior, and even the issues and circumstances that shaped the other person and led them to wrong us. This is not always the case, and we can go as deep in this process as we need, as long as we are comfortable with it. If not, it is okay. We may need not go very deep in order to forgive, or we may need to revisit such process later in our lives. And we may try to understand on our own, or ask them if we want to. Note that the process of forgiveness takes place within us. The other person may not be involved at all. They might, if we want them to, but first and foremost, forgiveness of the other is an internal, personal process. When we achieve understanding then, we can reach acceptance. Now, of the whole situation in a holistic way, that includes our experience and that of the other person as well. Depending on what we find during our examination, we may even come to feel compassion for him who wronged us. But again, remember that forgiving them is not to forget the action. Our forgiveness is not connected with justice. When we forgive, understand, and even empathize with that person, We do not justify the action, we only explain it, so that this understanding can help us to release its effects on us. We acknowledge the situation then, we come to understand it, accept it, and then we can let go of the dense emotions towards it and forgive. Forgiving is something that takes place within us. It can function independently of the one who wronged us. He or she may not even be involved in the process, which is usually entirely mental in nature. To forgive someone is not to reconcile with them. It is not to accept their actions as good or right, and it is not to diminish our experience of those actions. Whether we want them to be involved and whether we want to reconcile with them or not are rather separate decisions by themselves. Forgiveness is an internal process that helps us release the dense emotions of our experience. When we go through this process, we may discover that we are reluctant to go on with forgiveness. Sometimes. This is because we may feel that by forgiving we justify what happened. As we mentioned before though, our forgiveness is not a comment on the action. We may also feel that such action or the person who carried it out does not deserve forgiveness, but having gone through the step of understanding their issues, we might feel more inclined to do it. And again, this process is about freeing ourselves from the effects of our experience, 
It is not about justice, nor about what we decide to do with regards to that person after we forgive them. Sometimes we may hesitate to forgive because we may consciously or subconsciously believe that the anger or any other tense emotions we feel keep us safe from it happening again, that somehow, by forgiving, we would let our guts down or forget the experience, leaving us vulnerable. Or that we have become so accustomed to our dense feelings that we don't feel comfortable letting them go, that somehow they became part of our view of the world. Whatever we discover during our introspection, it is okay. Remember that we turn within as observers, maintaining a state of loving kindness. We have expanded on cultivating such state in our episodes 1 and 4 on awareness. If we become aware of our hesitations from a state of kindness and acceptance, we create the opportunity for us to work through them as well, address or deal with our anger, sadness, or whatever emotion. Or we can also decide consciously that we are not ready yet and that we can come back to it another time. As long as the choice is actually conscious, knowing that practicing forgiveness will benefit first and foremost ourselves and needs not mean anything else in practical terms other than the release of our internal tension. It needs not mean, for example, that we allow the other person into our lives again. We may choose so, or we may keep our distance, or even withdraw completely from the relationship. It also does not mean that we need to communicate our forgiveness. We may involve the other person as much as we want, keeping in mind that depending on their level of understanding, they might not even want to be involved. And we may go through this process completely by ourselves. And forgiving them does not mean we justify or approve their actions. All of these are different matters and they are all up to us to choose thereafter. In terms of the chakras, the issue that we are working with towards forgiveness may have affected the energy of any or all chakras, depending on the matter at hand, the feelings or thoughts it caused, as well as its consequent effects. And while forgiveness by itself corresponds to the heart chakra, the energy center that connects us to unconditional, impersonal love, and our capacity for compassion and empathy, there are two other chakras that are primarily involved in the process. One is the third eye, to be able to see things as they are, to see our experience and all aspects that need our attention with a state of detached observation. The second is the solar plexus chakra. Through this, we will come to detach ourselves from what has taken place and allow our anger or worries to be expressed and calmed down. This yellow energy center is also where we can set our boundaries, 
where we can feel strong to open our hearts to forgiveness while simultaneously being able to confidently set our boundaries with regards to the other person or their actions. If, for example, the other person is carrying out behaviors that we do not wish to have in our lives, we can work to forgive them and choose whether to give them another chance in our lives, keep our distance, or completely take them out of our lives. It is all up to us. It is our decision to make. When we go through the process of forgiveness, we may use the following mental exercise by C.L. Jensen. This exercise is called the Four Ways to Forgiveness. We take one issue and examine it through all four ways. The first way is someone doing something to another. The second way is someone doing that same thing to us. The third one is us doing that same thing to someone else. And the fourth way is us doing it to ourselves. This contemplative practice can help us recognize the issue at hand and see it from a holistic point of view, providing us with understanding and facilitating compassion and a conscious way to approach it, relating to the issue at hand from all ways. Remember that the way we perceive things is deeply personal, so someone may not even look twice at something that for us was emotional or triggering. So, if something in your daily life takes a grip on your awareness, you may take some time to become conscious of the issue at hand to understand and forgive. For example, let's say that you become aware that a co-worker takes credit for something that was carried out by someone else. This action may stay with you, giving rise to anger or sadness or whatever else. The first thing to do is identify what this action means to you. In this example, let's say that at its core, the issue we find is being unfair. So the first way to look at it is as it is. Someone is being unfair to someone else and go through the four steps we talked about before to forgive them. Acknowledge what the issue is, understand it, accept and forgive them. Mind you, there might be a side issue here. In case we didn't intervene, we might feel bad about it, whether we could actually intervene or not. So we can look at this later and go through the same steps on this as well. Second, we take the issue of unfairness and consider when someone has been unfair to us, how we may have had a similar experience. Note that the issue of unfairness may not be carried out in the same way as the one that commenced the process. So while we began with a co-worker being unfair to someone else, the unfairness that was brought upon us may not look the same, may not be that they took credit for our work. That is why we keep the core issue in mind when going through the four ways. The side issue here might be 
that we may also have some dense emotions about ourselves for allowing it to happen, whether we could truly do otherwise or not. Be mindful of that and go through it when you are ready. The third way we look at unfairness is when we have been unfair to someone else, whether this was our intention or not. So like with the other people, we take some time to understand why we acted like that from a place of loving observation in order to be honest with ourselves, to accept and forgive. The fourth way is about us being unfair to ourselves. It might be that we didn't stand up for ourselves or look down on what we have achieved or anything else. Forgiving ourselves may be a little more challenging for some of us. But remember that we are also human as well. We do make mistakes even when it was not our intention. And we may even realize that we did have the intention as well. That is okay. Be honest with yourselves. Go into it and understand where it came from. Remember that you yourself deserve your love and forgiveness as well. Coming to this exercise can begin with us seeing someone doing something to someone else. Or we may notice that we did something to someone else or to ourselves. It doesn't matter which of the four ways brings us to the exercise. We may even go through it without external prompting, just because we discovered an issue within us that needs examination, and we thereafter go through the four ways to practice forgiveness. How we come to the exercise does not matter. All that matters is that we do, and that we understand the effects of forgiveness in ourselves, our psychological state, and how we experience our life. And, when we are ready, carry out that forgiveness. Forgiveness, then, is a personal, internal process that can help us release inner tension and even heal or develop certain issues. Remember that forgiveness is just that, not a comment on the morality or goodness of the action, nor a justification. It is the opening of our heart to compassion that enfolds first and foremost ourselves. And we may not manage to forgive right away. That is okay as well. Be honest with yourselves and try again when you are ready. And every time you go through this process, remember to return to the present moment when you are done, so that, in case you are not ready to forgive, you don't ruminate on the experience. So, now, focus on the present moment. This precious moment. With your next inhalation and every new breath, bring your consciousness to your experience in the now, to what you find within you and all around you. Enfold yourselves 
with kindliness and acceptance, reassure that whatever you find is okay. Thank you very much for listening to the House of Lotus podcast. If you have enjoyed the episode, please consider supporting the show by following, sharing it with like-minded people, or becoming a patron to enjoy special rewards and extra content. You can find more about us on our website, thehouseoflotus.eu. Thank you and enjoy your present.